What a day it's been. What a day it has been so far. I'll have to adjust my microphone just quickly to get the, uh, get the height right, I think. Ah. It's not even the day, even though you might not necessarily be able to tell because we've got some very good floodlights. A recording of an evening, which is, uh, is, is a rarity. But mm-hmm. I had a day off today. Yeah. which is the first Tuesday I've had off probably since I started working. And it's so that I'm available to work the weekend, but that's neither here nor there. So I had a day off today and we spent it going nuts on Easter sales for kitchenware. Uh-huh. So, oh, so much fun. Uh, I think we got a phone call a couple of days ago that said, hey, you're likely, you're very likely now to be moving in early May. So first week, first week of May. So that's that was that was a phone call that was incredibly. I could oh, I could have cried. You feel the relief. I could have cried. Yeah, I was like, that's one month less. We were expecting earlier. late May, so to get to get the go ahead on early May means we're hopefully hopefully only three weeks out, and that is incredibly incredibly exciting. So doing my happy dance. We had no intention of doing any shopping just yet until we'd moved into the house. Essentially. <laughs> But Couldn't help ourselves. Yesterday, we went out for a coffee and we're like, oh, look, we're out. Why not? Let's go to Harris Scarf or, you know, let's just have a look and see what they've got because they've usually got some fun stuff. And, well, we came home with a nine-piece uh, cookware set. <laughs> so, that was that. It was, it was more than half price. So, you know, I saw it and I'm like, shit, that's a bargain that ends. I think it was literally when we went yesterday. That was the last day of the sale. Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, there's a bunch of Easter sales on. Oh dear, oh the no. prices—they're just too good to too good to ignore. You know, you get sucked into them so much more than I do. Well, the thing is, right? We so we leave in you know if everything goes according to plan at this point, early May we move in. So the Easter sales are quite juicy—40, 60 percent off a lot it, of stuff. I, I was pretty impressed. So. Yep. I'm like, they're going to run out and I don't know if we're going to get these types of sales again. You never know. You never know. But it's, it's Our also- Our luck sucks though with that kind of stuff because we're like, we will miss it. We'll be like, oh, there'll be another sale yeah. and there's never another sale. So, and well, if there it. is, it's it's not as good as the one that was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this morning we uh, we just couldn't help ourselves and we went back out and we bought a bunch of bunch of kitchenware and crockery and, and all that sort of stuff. So, so pretty. We've more or less got- most of the stuff sorted. And then we came home and have just been packing, packing absolutely as much as we could from the bedroom because the, the bedroom was basically- literally nearly done, that's which our, is like a whole room, yeah. like our whole house. Because really. everything's either furniture that is just going to be moved in bulk, obviously, or it's still packed up in boxes under the house. So, fingers crossed, that's 95% of the packing sort of actually already done. So, that's really good. You you get the pleasure over the next few days of going through our wardrobes and doing another cleanse. So excited to detox yeah. once again. I know you love that. I know you love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's the good stuff. It's me. been a pretty, pretty, pretty crazy day. But that's uh, that's probably one of the biggest things that's happened, I guess, over the last week is that's that news that, yeah, early May. So, that is, oh, yeah, incredibly, incredibly mm-hmm. exciting because, yeah, we hopefully get to be into our own space, set it up as we want and get ready, I guess, extra earlier. And we get a whole extra month if that goes, if that goes ahead yeah, for the prepare. baby to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So, I actually went on Marketplace and found a really cool cot and change table for 100 bucks. So I love marketplace. Yes. It really helped us out um, with the baby stuff. <laughs> Just so, a shout out to marketplace. We had a look at Adairs. There. there was a really nice cot in Adairs and it was like 900 bucks. I'm like, 
Okay. And it looks exactly the same as the ones that are for $50 that people are just being like, we don't use it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because it's probably the same one. Yeah. So, and and the change table as well. And the change table, which is really actually pretty. So, really nice. Waiting for her to sort of get back to me on something. And uh, some bench seats on Marketplace as well for the table. Yes. And this guy makes them himself. Yeah. Made to order. Did he say how long? He said he could have them ready by the end of the week. Wow. So, he just whips them up. Sounds like it. Legend. Sounds like an absolute legend. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. So very cost effective. Anyway, so market marketplace is also helping (laughs) us out a fair bit too. So it's been a it's been it's been a good good forty eight hours for us as far as morale's been concerned. So much fun. Yeah, has (laughs) has been a lot of fun. But I mean, there's there's also been some other things going on in terms of the work and what we've been doing. So you've been trying to put a bit more focus into creating your content for the podcast and for your Substack as well. Yeah. Right. So you've been you've been sort of trying to get the second one, the second. Episode, episode, I guess, installment. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. I'm calling it a series because mm. I'm not going to be pregnant forever and I'm sure this is going to like pass and it's going to be about motherhood and then it's going to be about probably cooking after that. And it's going to go else. from becoming mother to being mother. <laughs> yeah. Or just mother. Just <laughs> Have you heard of mother? <laughs> yeah, the energy <laughs> drink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh right, yeah, That's no. taken. <laughs> Although that mother is with a U, isn't it? And With an A or something. Anyway. Not that I know of, no. Anyway, um, yeah, but I'm <laughs> really having, um, yeah, I'm having a tough time like with this next one, and which was really actually important and vital for me to kind of go through that because we had a good discussion about it. It's actually, I think, what we were sort of talking about in the last episode of in the process was the pandering, was the trying to sort of cast as broad a net as possible to try and include as many people in what you perceive to be the conversation. Yeah. So that, you know, it, it's you're not leaving people out or offending someone because you're not catering to their particular experience or situation. Like we are never, ever going to be able to satisfy everyone all the time, ever. It just doesn't happen. So that was something that I'm like, okay, I just need to stick to what I what I believe and also just my experience because that's what's going to encourage others to, you know, make their own decisions about their own pregnancies and their own birth and the way they want to do everything, breastfeeding and all of that. And I just want to share the things that I'm going through as I'm literally becoming mother. And it's actually, I, I think, did I record? No, but I posted. And even, even though I haven't recorded yet, which I was going to, but it was so much easier after we had that conversation to not include every single kind of woman that uh, it was just way too hard and I kept I recorded for about about 20 times mm. and it just wasn't working and I'm like why isn't it working and then we went out for a drive and then we started talking about it and yeah it was exactly that it's like we can't in- I can't include everyone because my experience doesn't include everyone I'm doing it very differently I want to do it for, to us for a, like a certain way which is more of a like a, a different kind of woman so I'm like maybe I just focus on her and then Maybe that'll ease the pressure. You said what you were you were focusing as you're talking. You were thinking about people that you know who would listen to it and be like, "Oh my god, have a listen to you!" Like it would be judging you hardcore. Well, it's for in what my it head, yeah. So I'm thinking of, like when I'm recording, I'm like I'm thinking about all the the women around me who would have the, put their two cents in having a different experience than I am, and or maybe they didn't. Like it's, but it was going on in my head. So I'm trying to like as I'm recording and as I'm talking, I'm like, but you know, it's it's not for everyone and. Everyone decides to do their own things and then obviously I'm going on a tangent and next minute I'm lost and I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, when you get and there's no and there's no empowerment. I'm not. I've lost my way. It's kind of uh, no confidence. It's almost yeah. like people pleasing when you're creating oh, it's the content, so right? It's so annoying because I don't want to do that. I want to actually empower. I want to do it the other way. Now, if you like, if you know a mass people pleaser, they're, it's great for the most part yeah. because they're pleasing you, but they're also <laughs> potentially the one of the most frustrating individuals you could ever come across because or frustrating cohort of people yeah. because they're just they're, they're sort of chameleons they're social chameleons so you're kind of like what's what's your authentic character like yeah. wh- who, who, are who are you, you? right and what's your message? The, more, the more you're trying to fit in with the group that you're focusing on or whoever it is that you're with or the more that you try and cast a really broad net you're diluting your own message and actually who who you are authentically and you get lost and, and exactly and you get lost exactly you, you lose yourself in all that because you're your content starts to become completely contingent on the perspectives of the of the, the the broadest audience that you can conceive of, and then when you do that, it's kind of like, well, wh- what am I going to get out of listening to this specifically? Yeah. What is your actual message? Yeah, what are you trying to say? If I if I wanted to if I wanted to hear you know g- generic pregnancy quotes or or any of that sort of stuff, I'll have a conversation with a family member or with friends. You know, yeah. there's nothing that they necessarily need to go to you for. No. So it's like. You have to, I guess, figure out what the nuts and bolts of your particular content is going to be so that you can put that out there. And if it is your experience, it's almost like in the process for your pregnancy. It literally is, yeah. So, it's it's your experience, (laughs) what's going into it. So, just be true to that because that's what you can back up. One of the things that's been really important for me when- We've been putting this, especially as we've been, I've been involved in putting content out there. Yeah. Even when I was doing the Substack, mm-hmm. or I, and I was writing and sharing it, I, I've, always, and I've said to you as well, constantly, do not say anything or put anything out there that you wouldn't, you can't back up. Yeah. That if someone questioned you on, can you, can you defend it? Can yeah. you stand behind it? Yeah. You know, and or can, or can you go? Uh, I, I know why I said that in the moment, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Because yeah. if I'm even like we're having a conversation, right? And things come up that we don't necessarily agree with, but we're just flowing with what what is coming through at the time, yeah, right? The time. And most and of the time we don't we don't script these conversations, obviously. No. So <laughs> we sit down and we start talking and we haven't necessarily had the time to really think through absolutely everything that comes up in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It just comes up, yeah. right? So it's it's we need to just be mindful though that we are sharing content and when we are really asserting something just to make sure that what we're asserting we can back up and we believe and we believe in because yeah. if if you questioned on it and you go uh, 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 um uh, you, you look like a moron it's cuz it's really hard the moment cuz i'm so passionate about a, a certain way of carrying myself through this pregnancy and it's not for anyone else but myself. I'm trying to hold myself accountable. I'm trying to stick to what I believe in and to know that and act accordingly to it, making decisions along the way that align with my beliefs and perspectives. And I'm being firm about it and passionate about it because it's there are thing other things that are influencing me. There are, yeah, the stories of other women knowing how they went through their labours and pregnancies. They That comes into my, my head every now and then. Uh, what else? social influence on social media, uh, just other things that would influence me from different um, avenues would come up, will come up, but it's for me to stand firm and assert it. That's why I get really passionate because it's less about me telling other women or any someone else what to think. It's more for me to stand my ground and being like, this is what I believe in. And that I don't, I haven't really 
I mean, I've been firm on a few things in my life, but this is, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if it's just this, it's because it's me, it's in me, the baby's in me. And it's just the importance and the priority of it is just, it's it's on another level for me. Mm. So it's very important that I, not, I'm like taking it seriously, but it's something that's really important to me. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And I want to make sure that I am still, like I can hear myself actually saying this is what I believe in and this is something that's really helped me and I am listening to women who are agreeing with that and are doing what they feel is really powerful for them and then like that's what I love hearing. I don't I don't necessarily I hate when women are like this is what we should do and this is what I'm like no the only thing we should do is listen to ourselves and know what it is that we believe in at any certain time when we're going through any certain event or circumstance. And when you listen to yourself you can't really go wrong. You'll have an experience. And whether that experience is hard or easy or fun or joyful or, in, you know, insert here, then it, that's the experience you're going to have. But it's going to be empowering because you chose it and you're going about it your way. So that's essentially what I want to do, just empower women to just have that confidence in they what they want because I know that I've got the un, unpopular opinion on, on uh, pregnancy and um, birth at the moment. And it's really hard. It's, it was actually really difficult and I think I spoke about it in the last episode. But as I keep going, as I go on and stand my ground, it actually becomes easier to notice and recognise where I can say something and what I need to say as well, like what I can say to people um, or even to myself, knowing how to uh, uh, navigate certain information when I hear it. So it's all that sort of thing. So it's like I know now what I believe in because I've been firm about it, probably annoyingly firm, but <laughs> it's for me. It's not really for other people. And it's like I love when someone's in their power. It's like what do we find inspiring about someone else? And it's like it's when they are sharing their message, when they are telling you about their experience and sharing it and getting and telling you the lessons and what they got from it and how you can – you know, apply it in a similar way or and when they're in their power, when they're in their belief and they're just expressing it, that's what inspires us because you're like, yeah. Well, that's what you want to listen to and it's a conversation. That's someone that you want to have a conversation with yep. because you know that they actually believe in something. They hold, they have values mm. that they're willing to defend and you can talk about it, even if you disagree with the values, right? Mm. If you if you can have a good faith discussion with someone you disagree with and that's fantastic but if you can have a conversation with someone that you do agree with, you know, it's also great but it's worthwhile because if you know what you believe and you know that the person you're talking with knows what they believe and, and why, then it's just it's a fantastic mutual conversation where you can both actually – you, you can both gain from having that mm. discussion. But if you if you, you know what it's like when you're talking to someone who hasn't really thought about something, hasn't really thought through something, and <laughs> if you, you you can't really have a mutually beneficial discussion unless you know that it's literally like in a, in a teacher-student role or something like yeah, that. Right. If you're both, if, you know, the other person's interested in learning from you, then that's a different story. But if the other person's not really interested in learning from you and, you you're know, just you, you're just having conversation or talk. it's sort of, yeah, it's a bit small talky and it's just, it's just not worth it, right? So, if, especially if you're trying, if you're listening to content, you want to. Uh, for me personally, it makes sense to want to listen to someone who's passionate about something, so that you know what you can go to them for. You know yeah, what what, what conversation can be had, and even are. if you're on the same level, or as in knowledge wise or passion wise, or even if you you know a little bit more or whatever, you still know that there's a good conversation to be had there, yeah. and it's worth it's worth listening to because. 
either something might come up that you hadn't or you might say something or you might have a perspective that someone might not have looked at something uh, from before uh, or you might inspire you know thoughts in others and go yeah. or even responses whether or not they they you know share the responses with you doesn't really matter but the point is it's just getting people thinking and I think that's where the passion comes from where that being that knowing that you have that confidence with your own perspective your own take, that's where that's really valuable because as I said, as soon as you start to try and cater to numerous different perspectives other than your own, you, you'll lose yours, right? Because you're not in a position that you can that you know all these experiences, right? You're not, let's say, like you're not a midwife yeah. who works with all these, who works so with thousands, the who's done thousands of births, works with would. thousands of pregnant women, yeah. yeah. You're not going to give that sort of information because that's not the that's not your experience, that's not your role. So for you, what information you do have is your experience, and the or the, it's the, the amalgamation of all the information that you're getting that's yeah. going into the decisions you're making and why it is that you believe what you believe, mm-hmm. and you're packaging that and sharing it in a way that's sort of it's not scientific as such. You're not necessarily listening so that you can get raw data and information, but you're hearing a really a really visceral, passionate. Um, uh, exchange or ideas or perspective on pregnancy so that if you're pregnant and you're kind of maybe it's a little bit daunting hearing maybe obviously like you you've gone to listen to podcasts of midwives who share all the information and all that data and all that sort of stuff that helps you helps inform your decision making mm-hmm. but maybe you go to your podcast and just hear what could sort of be a, a friendly more colloquial take on the actual experience itself so that someone could go and actually just relate to you on a personal level as opposed to trying to specifically learn something from you in terms of like i said science and data behind home birthing and all that but just getting a really raw first-hand experience of what it's like what to expect when, and as you're going through the the home birthing process. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And you standing firm in that and what goes into that, I think that that's where a lot of your value would come in. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm trying to focus on. I'm like, what experience am I having and how can I share that in the best way that is interesting? It's like, what would I want to listen to? Why would I listen to a woman's birth story? You know, mm. what am I looking for? And more often than not, we're, we're looking for confident women who make an empowered decision. So I heard another story of um, a woman who- Because just quickly, it also yeah. hears, it makes you more confident, right? Yeah, because you know if it. If you're listening, because you, if you're going, hmm, I really kind of want, I, I want to do it, but I'm a bit nervous about it because, you know, people say it's not safe or all this stuff, right? And it's, it's sort of, so you know- I'm you going to have listen, a backup. And but gonna, if you listen like, to someone like yeah. you, you go, no, I'm doing it and it's great and it's yeah. it's working. This is where I've got it my information good, from. It feels good. But like the reality of it, I'm like, I'm not going to just sugarcoat it because it's not easy. This yeah. isn't an easy like, But it's, it's like you sort of become someone that is it, it not necessarily can be followed, but you have, a, you have a perspective that can be actually quite valuable for someone. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that it can just empower a little bit more um, uh, uh, like just confidence in our own decision-making, in our own, for our own bodies, for our own babies. Like this is an experience that I haven't had before, but I find it incredibly powerful and not even just on the spiritual level, but physically, like so much is changing and the hormones are like you can feel everything. Your body is different. The way you think is different and it's an incredible experience. And I just I want to be in it. I want to start being more present in my life anyway. And this is just, you know, a lot of people can relate to to pregnancy. A lot of women can relate to pregnancy, you know, most. There's a, there's a niche for it, you know. Um, I had something I was going to say and it's just slipped my mind. You're also a counter influence. 
that's yeah. the, that's the other th- uh, the other thing I, I find value in your take on it is that if you're airing publicly your experience yeah. and your perspective and what's gone into it, you're you're providing that angle from a different of going through this this whole process from a very in a very different way. Yeah. So that to me is also quite powerful. Like we said in the last episode, it's it's something. It's not. It's a very unsaturated. Uh, not market, but it's it's very unsaturated. Uh, unsaturated. Let's just call it a market for like yeah, of something yeah. else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you adding your voice to that mix, I think, is going to carry a lot more weight than if you were if you were someone that was carrying out that was creating a podcast and content around just being pregnant in general. Yeah, and I, Do you know I, I what don't. I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, there's a there's a reason why I want to start this. A reason why I want to speak is because I can I can see a few gaps. And it's the gaps that I've been hearing um, through the podcast I've been listening to. It's like women just don't have confidence. Like how can I, like I don't know about all the legal stuff and then know your rights, the, the rights with women and all that. I don't have all that information. But what I do have is a lot of experience in personal development and personal empowerment and how to overcome those uh, insecurities and that just uncomfortable and fear, that fear that, it's to overcome yourself. It's to actually be like, how can I stand firm? In this is what I want. How can I get it? And I haven't always been that way. I've always been like, I really want it, and then I'll chicken out at the end. But over the years, I have just gotten stronger and stronger because I know how important it is. I haven't given up on personal development. It is just something we need to be. It's, it's not growth. something that you give up on. It's, it's just- not. It's growth. It's just in your life and. But for me, it's been really important because I want to be the best version of myself. And I know a lot of people out there want to be the best versions of themselves too. And they're pretty much the ones that I prefer to cater to or will cater to. All right. Now, just quickly, I think what might have happened is when I was flicking my pen around my thumb and I dropped it before, I think I hit the mouse pad. And when I hit, started hitting record, when we first sat down to do this, the cursor stayed on the record button. So, when I hit the mouse pad, I think I hit record, which stopped, cut the recording. So, oh, thanks, I you. I think you might have talked for like another five minutes and we just lost it. That's right. But yeah, that's the okay. gist. That was the gist anyway. So, that's pretty much, uh, the, yeah, what we were discussing anyway in terms of your Substack and your content creation, which, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good thing. It's going to fill a really good gap. And I'm excited to see what you can come up with. Yeah, me too. So I've just changed my approach a little bit, not to pander to every single person, not pander, but like to- Well, it is pandering, but that's fine. Yeah. I, Sorry, like to, I have a really brutal, yeah. unemotional like take. Anyway. Yeah, but it is because I haven't experienced what they've experienced really firsthand. I'm only experiencing what I'm experiencing firsthand. So that's mm. what I want to talk about. And I have an idea of the way I want to move forward. And the only way we can really do this is through community with each other. You know, everyday people. Let's just work together to have to create the best lives for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. And it just it blends beautifully with the direction we ultimately want to go with this podcast as yeah. well. So we're again we're just we're hopefully synchronizing our our content. So I'm actually starting to create Substack content again too. Yeah. So I I'm created excited. a Instagram post. Oh God, it was like a week ago now. I think I literally think it was. Can't believe how quickly Last time Wednesday is going. Or something. It's just it's flying, right? So my, my plan was actually to create Substack posts and then the the nuts and bolts of the Substack post would then be put on Instagram. And then just from Instagram, then I'd refer you to the Substack post. And so I did the Instagram post and now I'm making the Substack post for it as well. So I actually didn't get to doing any writing until the other day, and I've written pretty much half of it, and I'm really excited to finish that. 
hopefully over the next few days uh, and get back to posting on Substack. So, because I got demons and fancies there that had the podcast. I don't think I'll do the podcast just yet because I'll just wait and see how I want to actually deliver podcast content if I was going to do that. Uh, but for the moment, it'll just be the written stuff. So, hopefully, I can actually start putting some content back out there on Substack, which would be really cool, Yay. which would be aimed at sort of filling the mindset gap. When it, So, I can produce, I can create- Financial mindset gap. Financial mindset. So, when I'm working with a client, we're, okay, we're talking about personal finance and that's that's where that all that education, all that sort of stuff comes in. The gap that I have in that is the mindset that will be really handy for the client to have- already especially when it comes to working with me and my take on my financial situation and and i guess the journey that i've come just so we can sort of be on the same page with that again taking from your experience taking from my experience exactly because that's all i've got yep. with this so putting out there I, th- I thought i could have a bit of fun with it as well because i do like waxing philosophical a little bit so i was already doing that with demons and fancies so i'm like i don't need to necessarily discard that because i do really enjoy those types of explorations but I could potentially apply it to the finan- my financial take as well. So I was think I was having a bit of fun with this post, this this next sort of post that I'm making, and cool. take, having like a it. having a, a philosophical take initially, and then relating it to my experience, and then relating that to the financial mindset, like that particular portion. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to putting out there, and I'm not going to put a time on when that's going to come out. But it's in the. He's it's, learning. It's in the works. Well done, honey. It's in the works. So <laughs> I'm getting back on into the old infrastructure that we built up when uh, I was unemployed. Or it was is. Unemployed. It is a bit hectic at the moment trying to get like the schedule for posting and writing posts, just because of everything that's happening. We're packing and we're moving and we're transitioning, and there's a lot of emotion going on, and there's a lot of stuff that we're doing. So I have actually given myself a bit of leeway with the posts. I'm yeah. like probably going to do like one a week or something because I can't really rely on – like I might even do two. Like I'm just going to let whatever happens, happens. If mm. I post, you know, twice or three times in the week or even like once every day, if it just happens, it happens. But yeah. other than that, it's really hectic at the moment. So I'm not I'm not even going to put a schedule on it. So even if yeah. I, even once I actually put the first post out there, yeah. I'm not even going to say this is going to be a weekly no, thing. No, you can't. I don't know. I at don't the know moment how. it's hard. It's because we've only got, what, three-ish weeks maybe four – to really, yeah, to get everything kind of sorted. And then there's things like getting, I could got to get the car serviced as well. Like there's a few of those yeah. other sort of things coming up as well. So it just, it just sort of all takes time. But I'm not letting it take me away from the work. But I'm just letting the work come to me as it's, as I'm inspired to do it. He's so, responding. Yeah, as I when I sat down and did it the other day, I sort of punched out. the The post was on give your money meaning. So the Substack post is my expansion of that idea. What does it mean? And so I guess the start of it was sort of into how do you get meaning in life, and what perspectives can you have on life meaning? And what baby liked that one. What's been (laughs) good? It's a good one. What's (laughs) been yeah? Where have I found meaning, or where did I learn about meaning and life? And then applying that meaning then in the to, to the financial situation, and going what does giving money meaning do? Well, it does the same thing as giving you meaning, but it's your money. So it just just those kinds of things, and just just get having a little bit of fun, you know, seeing what happens. Essentially, getting bit, getting a bit creative, bit philosophical and deep. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. So that's wrong. something that I'm really, I am keen to really get back into that because I do enjoy the writing and I do miss that. I, I miss uh, reading all the philosophy because I haven't been able to as much. Uh, I have read a, a book or two since I've started working, but I've had to really uh, cut back on my reading because I just haven't had the time to sit there with a book. But that's okay. I'm really keen for that all to kind of come back and I'm sure it will as well. 
which will be absolutely splendid. It's fall into place. I'm sure that everything that we did before I got this job, before we were pregnant, most of it's come back around still. It's still there. It's still it's still sort of hanging around. There's relevance. Room. Yeah, there's relevance in it somewhere in our lives. And absolutely. I feel like they were just seeds being planted. Yep. Just for us to know. I mean, very you know active seeds. <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see how they kind of come around. And I, I just, I love how that continue. That just constantly happens. How it's just been, you know, things from two, three years ago came back around, and then now those things have come back around again. But it's like they get deeper and better yeah. and more and, and stronger every single time they come back around because we have a firmer foundation beneath it. So we're always trying to apply it to the purely just just intellectual ideas realm before it was more a lot more abstract when I was doing the substract when I was doing the substack. I wasn't would not call myself philosopher. <laughs> I, I, I was joking. just exploring ab- yeah, abstraction exploring. a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh, this time around it's it's I have the firm foundation of the the finance. And it's how you it. can uh, how you can blend the two. Yeah. Reality and that abstraction because it is still important to have that those ideas and those thoughts and to live like to to be or to acknowledge that that realm is really important for us. Yeah, because as well, if you're a potential client, it's good to direct you to this kind of content. So, you can really get to know me and get to know what has gone into the creation of the service that you may or may not choose to go ahead with. So, yeah, that's a large part of why I want to do it. So, we're and getting back into it. Yes, yes. but I get it slowly. As as the inspiration Sorry. comes to us. Yeah. So, oh, oh, fantastic. It's just everything's falling apart today. It's not- <laughs> I forgot to uh, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Obviously, did that pause the? No, no, it didn't. It didn't. But it, it might come up on the video, so because we're recording on our phone still. So I won't come up. The screen won't come up though. No, no. but it might. The sound might come up. Oh, the sound will. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was my phone recording, and you told me. Um, you asked me if my phone no, was on. I forgot. Silent. No, I didn't. You said you told me to put my phone on silent, but I was already. Oh, I it doesn't matter. Anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Uh, the only other thing I was actually going to point out for this episode, it's a bit of a shorter episode today because it is late and we have a had a very, day. very big day, <laughs> is that you're officially in your third trimester. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I feel it. Yeah, how do you yeah. feel? What, how do you feel different? Um, well, heavier for starters. You can feel the, the um, belly. Like I feel like every time you just – a bit of a threshold in the trimesters. I don't know, maybe it's just in my head about it. Maybe we just call it the first, second and third trimester because it helps us keep track maybe. Um, that's just my own personal thing. But I've – because I know moving into my third trimester, so I've all of a sudden, again, similar, the influences and the stories that people have said, oh, my God, just wait to do third trimester. Mm. Oh, my gosh, I – um, I was uh, nauseous throughout my whole tri- um, third trimester or, oh, my gosh, it's the worst. I just wanted it to be over. I'm like, oh, I just want to get this baby out of me and all this energy is just flowing in. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to take those experiences. I want because that's, again, not what I believe, you know, because everyone says the second trimester is the best. And I'm like, actually, it was one of my hardest. So, I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, well, who knows what the third one will be like. But as I ease into it, yes, I feel heavier. And those things are trying to really influence me and get in my head. And I'm like, no, um, I actually have more energy despite feeling heavier because it's actually making me want to 
<laughs> it's making me want to exercise and walk and get stronger because I'm at that final stretch. And even though I've been doing it occasionally, like I was going through that transition, which I posted about from going from um, moving into mother, being a mother and that transition into it and letting go, letting go of things from my past and the person who I once was and now becoming a mother. So that, that was this huge transition in the second trimester and then kind of easing into this one. I'm like, okay, now I can really start to prepare physically and for the birth, you know, and kind of that's my focus at the moment. And I'm like, I want to get stronger. Uh, I I need to obviously, again, make more clothes or get more clothes because I'm bigger. My stomach's harder. Everything's just like, yeah, you're you're really pregnant. Like yeah. I'm feeling it, yeah. But I'm glad that I didn't like wait to my, th- you know, Everyone's like, oh, wait till you wait till your third trimester. Oh my god, you're gonna feel like this. And I'm like, I want to experience what I'm experiencing now. And I'm so glad I stayed present within or each because I can now remember where I was at every stage. Mm. And it's it's not like I was waiting and I missed anything. I was I'm really happy and glad that even even in the hardest times, I was like, there's something deeper here that's happening. But and it's really difficult. However. It's this is what it, this is the experience, and I know something's good. Good's gonna come from it, and it did. And then you know this is the next thing, and it's exciting. And um, yeah. yeah it's probably actually a good one just for life in general, right? Oh, Keep saying for the pregnancy, being present for the pregnancy, so that you get to appreciate every single step of it, every single moment of it, so that yeah, you don't forget it. You don't have, you know, you don't daydream and sleepwalk your way through life. through the pregnancy. <laughs> the pregnancy. But yeah, obviously, then in life in general, kind of don't just once you give birth, you know, then it's like let's. Let's keep keep, keep, going, that, keep that keep present. that uh, presence of mind, that peace of mind as well about mm. the situation, the calm that yeah. you've sort of cultivated since being pregnant. Let's keep all that stuff oh, and actually yeah. take it forth in life because, yeah, I want to be able to remember mm. all this. You know, even though it's even though it is a struggle, even though it feels in the moment like it's really, it's been really hard and it's been it's felt like a slog. It has felt like such a slog right this last period, but. Just, I do not regret anything that's happened, and I'm really excited to, to look back on it and go, "That built the foundation for where we are now." Actually, and yeah. I remember every single, every single bloody moment. I remember what how the grind, yeah. what that was like. Whatever, yeah. I had a moment today where I was just thinking about us podcasting our first podcast in the house, and just being like, "We did it! Like we got through," and it just like overwhelmed me because I'm like we're gonna get there mm. and it's gonna feel that's what it's gonna feel like and yeah. I don't, well I, that's what I think it's gonna feel like, like mm. I can't imagine the actually being in our space and having this space for the podcast we don't have to set up everything and trip over things as we're walking in our little little corner of this house and it's I I was just like we, we're gonna get there and it was just such a beautiful feeling and I just sort of remember that feeling when we were sitting at Bacchus Marsh when the house was empty after we just packed everything and moved it here <gasps> and just sitting there going, when when are we next? When's what? What, yeah. what next? Yeah. Like feeling empty because the whole house was empty. Yeah. Like how did this happen and so now, quickly? Yeah, being on the brink of being back back in our own space, back we're just the two of us. back. We're into <laughs> something that is just I feel like it's the abundance that we were, we were, we sacrificed a lot for. We were working so hard for, and this is the that the fruits of our labors really starting to to show. Mm. And it's it is it's so difficult. That first that first part is so difficult. No matter how long it is, I mean, it's been like what five years for us. From the beginning, we were 
I feel like we've just been on this journey of challenge and struggle and yeah struggle because we were choosing it to be struggle but we moved through like nah how can we get stronger from this how can we learn the lessons and just remember every time we went in each house the energy that was in the house what we were doing and we were just pushing and we were just like fighting for what we wanted and that confidence just bringing that like I know what I want. We know what we want. How can we get it? What do we need to do to get it? And it was so hard. We'd stumble, we'd fall, we'd, you know, I said I was an artist. I said all these things and, you know, you make mistakes. I'm like, I'm not ashamed of it. I, that's what I needed. I needed to believe those things in order to get the information that I have right now. Yeah. So every step counts. Every fall counts. Every trip counts. Every cry and every scream and every frustration and all of the pain, every like wound is so important and so valuable if you choose to see it that way. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we have and we've seen it and we're like, what is this? What does this mean? You know, giving your money meaning. We've been giving our life more meaning and it becomes richer and deeper and it does become a little easier because you start to appreciate things that you wouldn't appreciate. And yeah, absolutely. We could talk about this all day. Yeah. But yeah, it's beautiful and I'm, I'm really excited for this next this next part because we're not back into our own space. We're moving forward into the abundance that is beginning for us. Mm. <sighs> Let's finish on that. If you enjoyed the conversation today, please uh, like and subscribe. That would be great. And share us around. That would help us out a lot. We'd really appreciate it. If you wanted to contribute to the conversation, if you wanted to get in touch and share your two cents or just message us, say hi, we would absolutely love to hear from you. The email address is itppc at protonmail.com. My Instagram. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> my. What did you do? Oh, I just went like this, but because. Oh, my God. <laughs> That, that'll be funny. That part's not going to get edited out. You, you'll have fun editing out that whole middle section after I stopped the audio record. <laughs> it's been recording. a mess today. It has. It has tonight's been, a, been haywire. Anyway, oh, my Instagram is logan.d.gray if you would like to get in touch with me there. And yours is yuja.gray. I'll just say it on your behalf. And you can check out her substack at yuja.gray.substack.com. All these links are in the show notes. So, check those out. That'll be great. And we would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Let's have a blessed day.